everyone and welcome it's thursday and you know what thursday is beyond small talk day welcome 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 my name is jackie janik i'm a women's empowerment coach helping women uncover their purpose and define their own path in the world and today you are watching beyond small talk real women real conversations elevating womankind one talk at a time and today i'm really excited to have my co-host her name is jennifer schwartz and her handle is at jennifer schwartz and then underscore underscore I believe is two and we're gonna be talking everything about life and professional coaching have you ever been interested in getting a life coach wondering what one does how do you become a life coach etc Jennifer and I are going to be talking about that and she's here let's get her on a professional coach helping passionate high achievers realign their drive to their truest desires yay hey hi I made it <laughs> you made it. This is Jennifer's first IG Live. Welcome to the IG Live world. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah, it's true. I'm brand new. Hi, Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, once you get, th this is your first time. Once yeah. this is over with, you'll see it's like real smooth and easy. And then you'll be like, hey, I want to do it again. It's like perfect outlet to get your message out there and share your wisdom on coaching. And it's just, I love it. Totally. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Yeah. Of course, of course. So we met like, I was thinking, when did we meet? Like, uh, it seems like yesterday, but probably four, three or four years ago. Yeah. Four. Yeah. I know, three or four. It was, yeah, it was one of those. I think it was like four years ago. Yeah, it goes by so fast with Alianka. And she's just such a wonderful connector, right? In the group. Yeah. Yeah, we were on Women's Weekend together. That was so amazing. Oh, my God. There was such juicy energy. Yeah. yeah, and such great women. And I still talk to a few, and a few have been on the podcast. And I'm like, I just love, like, when you connect with people, and it aligns, and all of a sudden. So then, you know, I've been following you on IG, and I saw that you launched your coaching business. Yeah. So I was like, we must connect. Congratulations. If you haven't seen, please go to Jennifer's website. We'll put it in the show notes, but it's absolutely beautiful. Um, you shine. Like, like I could get your whole personality, so you did an excellent job there. Oh, thank you so much. That, that, yeah. means, that means a lot. Um, yeah, so can you take us a bit on that journey of why life coaching, like, and professional, you do life and professional coaching, and why now? Like, what led you to here? Uh, yeah, great, great, <laughs> great question, right? It's a big one, yeah. Um, well, I'll answer the, like, the why now first, I think that that's really important. So I was a, a creative director, a former creative director in the ad world for 15 years. And I, and while I was like building up and, you know, going up the ladders and all that stuff for, um, for the advertising world, I was like dabbling. I almost say like I had a side hustle in mindfulness and spirituality and, um, and meditation and all those like, things that just lit me up from the inside out. And I just knew, like I knew I was getting life coaching, I was getting professional coaching at certain different times um, in my career. And I just knew I wanted to be on the other side. I wanted mm -hmm. to be really like helping people align to who they are, to their purpose. I didn't know exactly like what it was, but I just knew I wanted to be on the other side. And, um, you know, and, and, 
actually COVID didn't even hit yet, but I left my advertising career, didn't know that COVID was happening, mm. had plans to travel and like take some space and take some time. But this was something I was thinking about for five years. And I was like, mm. now's the time. So for me, that that was my, I need, I need to get off this treadmill of my own life that I put myself on and just kept going faster and faster now's the time so <laughs> it's so interesting that you said that about like this whole treadmill that we're on I run a beyond small talk is also in real life yeah. in real life in real life on zoom but before uh, covid we, it's a smaller women's group and we've all known each other for some of us like over 10 years like yeah. just really in in depth we get to these conversations and that's exactly what we were talking about last night we were talking about being on this like hamster wheel pre-covid of you know having the same routine every day you get home from work you're like mentally exhausted i mean i wasn't ever physically i said it i sit at a desk you know like just exhausted yeah. and then doing the same the next thing the next day and you're like, what am I doing in life? Like, what does this actually do for us? You know? Yeah. And I don't know if you feel this way. Tell me if you do. But yeah. when you're when you're aligned to your purpose, when you feel like, oh, I'm doing that thing day in and day out, it doesn't matter if you're doing it and rinse and repeat or some version of that. Because you're doing something on purpose. You're actually like aligned to why you're here so you actually don't feel like oh you're running 100 miles an hour or you know or something yeah it's not like sucking the life out of you yeah. <laughs> that's how I put it I was like totally. sucking the life stabbing myself with a pencil in my eye to get some feeling back into my body this that's how I was I was like this just sucks what was that movie? I feel like there was like that movie girl interrupted and she took a like a pen and like kind of did the same thing with that <laughs> Yeah, so I feel the yeah. same way is like yeah. with Beyond Small Talk, whether, you know, this kind of conversation um, or in real life, I could be tired all day or I can yeah. feel like the worst, like I was running a little low energy today and then I hop onto here and I'm like, it just feels so good. So when you're doing what you're meant to do, there, it doesn't, it just feels aligned and it feels energetic and it feels purposeful and it feels you know, fulfilling. Yeah. Like I have your um, millennial in motion. She's been on several, uh, two of them. And she, like, I look at her, say, hi, hi, Michelle, um, that she really follows her purpose. And yeah. she aligns like with the, being a traveler as a millennial. And I watch her and I'm like, just inspired. Um, and you're inspiring Jennifer by following it and doing it that you're showing other women through action and not just like talk. Cause some, Thanks. coaches I feel talk a <laughs> lot and don't actually put their um their beliefs or their tools into action yeah I I mean I agree like there's a lot of people who want to do it and you know and they have like their head in the right place their heart in the right place um not even just coaches but just people like want to make a move want to do something like they know this isn't what I want to be doing, but I don't know what it is that I want to be doing. How do I even change from this to that without naming it, knowing it? Oh my goodness, what about finances? You know, most of my clients this week, we've been talking about dreaming, like dreaming of their purpose and their big idea for their career, like their whole next chapter of their career. But it's like, 
Jennifer, I need to make money, you know? And it's like, yeah, let's make that the asterisk of everything that you got to, like you have to, that will still be there. But I think it takes a lot of, a lot of faith, like a lot of trust to actually turn that page of your next chapter and, and do something about it. You know, either that's enlisting a coach, you know, changing your, your patterns, literally doing something completely different um, that you felt like you've always wanted to align to. But, you know, a lot of the people that I work with, they're like really high achievers. They've, they're super successful in like so many parts of their lives, but they're like, I want to do something different. And it, it takes, it takes a lot to yeah. make that shift. And, and most people need support around it. I did. <laughs> I sure did. I think everyone does. <laughs> I think I, I talk a lot about like creating this circle of support. I learned it in the autism community. My daughter's autistic and they teach a lot of uh, how to create that circle of support because we're not to, meant to do these things alone. Like there's no, yeah. like you're not meant to do that. And yeah. as you were saying to transition, it takes a lot of courage to do so. But I also think for women as we're getting like older or we're in our career, or you have high achievers like already been quote successful in what it looks like that also society looks at you and thinks like why are you changing you know I've heard that and I work with women too they're like okay I've done all this work I'm it climb the ladder yeah. and then people are like what do you mean you're leaving like yeah. you have this great job why are you leaving because it fucking sucks excuse my language like that's yeah. how it gets where it's like because it feels like crap every day so yeah. what should you know like you're picking, should I feel like crap every day, but have this great title office and all that jazz? Yeah. Or do I, you know, buck the traditional norms and like actually go after what I'm meant to do? Well, the dream job is only a dream job if it's your dream, right? <laughs> Not if it's everyone else's dream. Like I had a dream job for so many people. Like people looked at me and they're like, oh my goodness, you do the coolest things. And I'm like, I know, thank you. Like I feel, I feel really, really grateful to get to be creative every day and do so many really interesting things. And yet there was a point at which I knew I wanted more. It wasn't like that that didn't light me up. It just was a really small flame compared to what I felt I wanted. So it wasn't a, you know, it wasn't a like this or that. It was just like, I want more. I want more, mm -hmm. you know? Did, do you ever have that feeling? Yeah, all the time. And it's funny because I've, uh, you know, I talked to my mother about it and obviously she's older and like in this different like mindset. Yeah. She's like, you always just want more. And I said, <laughs> but I think you think more means material and financial, which yeah. of course I want, you know, financial independence and just, Feeling like, yeah, freedom and finance. Who doesn't want that, right? <laughs> and I said, but my definition of more is more than is not, is financial. And it's also happiness and joy and flexibility. And um, the thing that, I mean, COVID has been obviously terrible. And what I've been getting out of it from a professional in my day job is that I'm able to work at home a few days a week. And that has literally given me back like life, yeah. <laughs> time, time with my daughter, time to go to the gym, quiet time, freedom, like yeah. taking walks. Like it's done a lot that um, when I say I want more, it's not always just money related. Totally. 
totally, totally. I don't think people always get that. I don't, I think people just, I don't know. It's not only money related. Like it can be, and maybe money would support the thing that you want to do, but it's not the end all be all, right? Like money is just a beautiful, necessary additive to life, but it shouldn't be just having it. You know, what do we do with that money? How do we create our dreams? How do we invest in ourselves? Right? Um, yeah. <laughs> That's a great point. No, investing in yourself. And it sounds like we've both been through coaching programs. I've had at one time, like a life coach, a spiritual coach, a career coach. Like yeah. at one time I was like, I need all the support in the world. So, like <laughs> give it all, right? <laughs> yes. Let me check, check, check. Well, so in, in the coaching world, how did you, did you get, did go to school? What did you do to get, um, become a coach? How did I do it? Yeah. Yeah, how'd you do it? <laughs> so I, um, I enrolled in IPEC, um, Institute for Professional Excellence in Coaching. Um, and I mean, before IPEC, I literally did research and I pulled like 30 people of, of coaches, <laughs> like, you know, I, I don't do anything very lightly. So, um, so yeah, like I, I talked to a bunch of people, then I knew, okay, when I do this, I'm going to do IPEC. And then I kind of had that in my back pocket. And then once COVID hit and I wasn't going to travel, um, I enrolled in it three months earlier than I was going to. So it's an, it's a nine month, um, to one year program. There's some self-led portions, so that's why it varies. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, I got my certification back in December, and it is amazing. I love IPEC so much. If anyone listening to this wants to talk IPEC or coaching or, you know, just ideas, are you thinking about coaching? I love having those conversations, too. I, I love supporting people and, um, and figuring out what they really do want to do. Um, so, yeah, I've talked to many people that are like, I think coaching. Is this the school? Tell me more. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I'm glad. Yes, I've heard of um, IPEC. I went to NYU yeah. and it took a bit longer because I did it part time. And um, it actually took me two years because I had a baby during just before the yeah. last class that you had to take. Right. Yeah. It was like the, you know, the end class. And I remember so well that my nephew said to me, um, well, you have to finish it. Cause literally in my head, I was like, I just had a baby. How can I go to school or whatever? And then he looked at me like the last class, you're not going to finish. So thank God he looked at me and said that. And I think he was 12 at the time. And I was like, excellent. I know Danny shout out to him. I really always tell him I appreciate that he did that for me. And I offer people who are looking for coaches. um, I say, check out their, like check out their schooling, check out any, how they develop their own skills because I feel people just put a sign up. Hey, I'm a life coach. Like it's not um, monitored. Right. Or there's no, right. Yeah. Yeah. it's not licensed in the same yeah, way that yeah. therapy is. So there's mm-hmm. certifications and stuff like that, but it is a whole different ball game. Um, how did you like NYU? I did enjoy it. It was more executive and professional, which I really haven't dabbled in. I do more just women. But what they taught me, because we had to obviously coach with men and learn. I day one, I was like, I can't work with men. Like, even when I got put in groups, I'm always like, please. And they're like, you have to. And I was like, so yeah, it just didn't align with me at all. It felt 
it felt weird. It felt forced. It felt like, and that was the one thing I left where I was like, I will only work with women. And <laughs> they thought that was funny, but I was like, yeah. yeah women. <laughs> well, there's a need for both, right? But yes, yes. I really only thought I'm only going to work with women. And then lately, some people have also been kind of just asking, really, is that, is that really true? And I'm like, you know what? I'm here to serve whoever I'm supposed yeah. to serve, who I'm meant to serve. That's, that is it. Right. Like, so, yeah. so I've done, I've done both. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they show up. It's just like yeah. my style just doesn't really work. I tried and we're like, huh. That's okay. So, um, yeah, so I encourage people who are looking for a coach again to check their uh, credentials. I think it is important. Um, what is your, like, core beliefs around coaching? Ooh, my core beliefs. Like, <laughs> or how you approach coaching. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, so I think that's, that's such a good question because I love, you know, we all have so many thoughts happening in our brain. And there's this, you know, mind chatter. And that's where a lot of like our fear-based thinking is, is like in our minds. And it's like, it gets really, really tight and really icky there sometimes. Um, you know, and so I, I actually really love to talk about everything that happens below the surface, you know, below our necks as well. So it's like talking about all the mind chatter and everything. Mm -hmm but really including your heart in the conversation too and learning how to create more of an embodied pro approach so you can mm -hmm. actually like say, well, what does my heart feel right now? What's my heart thinking? And then what's my mind thinking? A lot of times those are two completely different things. Um, you know, so I, I say I work with passionate high achievers um, to realign their drive to their truest desires. But their drive happens up here and their desires happen in here. So it, it really is a different conversation. Usually the place that makes most people um, high achievers and really successful is their intellect and is their, you know, their drive and their, I want to do it all. I want to really like, you know, create all this stuff in this world. And, um, and then what they really want sometimes gets neglected. So I help people add the heart into the conversation and it changes the conversation. Just as simple as that. <laughs> yeah, it does. And I find it interesting working with intellectual people yeah. or high achievers. And at, at my day job, I've been bringing more of that kind of like, I don't call I, I don't use the word hard because I know they would all be like, you know, like, you're talking too much woo woo crap, you know, and I was like, but there's really something obviously to it. And um, I just use different words around that, but bringing it in the in, the intellectual people find it hard to like, wait, but it doesn't make sense or it doesn't like, and sometimes not everything has to make sense up here. Right. It is exactly what you're saying that it makes sense here. Yeah. What I love, love my top favorite thing about coaching. This is, um, is that the client or the person you're serving, they bring all the content. That's what I like. Like a lot of like, if, 
I've always been a curious person. My grandmother used to say to me, why is a crooked letter, Jackie? Because I used to ask so many questions all the time. <laughs> and I was like, Hence makes me a really good coach because I've never I, heard of that before. What's a crooked letter? Why is a crooked letter? Like, I don't well, know. Why? Like, why? <laughs> yeah. Because I used why? to ask her what like the letter Y is yeah. a crooked letter. And like literally now I know after having a kid or being around kids, they do ask a lot of questions and eventually it was like, it's just tiring. Right. So my grandmother used to say that to me, but I take the curiosity into what coaching now. And I find that if you get that one question where someone is like, wait, what? And then they start bringing all the content um, and the heavy lifting. And I love that part of it. It's just showing up for me and being like a reflection, um, hearing things that they're not hearing that they're saying, and then just asking those questions that pull out the like the real yeah. deeper truths. Um, that's, you know, those are things that I really personally enjoy of yeah. why I do coaching too. And when there's always like, I love when people, I've had clients that say, Jackie, how can I literally like hate and love you within 30 seconds? <laughs> and I said, then I'm doing a really good job. Yeah, that's, that's the magic, right? You know, it is funny. And, and I love that too. I love that part about coaching so much. It's like the hearing what's not being said. And what doesn't even know needs to come to the surface. Um, there's some real, like, juicy stuff that can come out of that. And that's where, yeah, the, that aha moment that you just described is, like, my favorite part, too. When someone, like, really is like, hmm, I don't know. You know, I'm going to think yeah. about that one. You know, you, you know, you've hit some gold. <laughs> yeah. Or when they start, you know, squirming in their seats or then they decide not to look at me in the face anymore. Or they're just like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that, that hard question. And the ones that like you don't want to answer are probably the ones that will, you know, help you progress the furthest. Yeah. Well, it's like, yeah. there's so much compassion in it too, because these are things that sometimes these people have thought but never said out loud you know I had a client this week and she's like mm, and I knew that she wanted to say something and I just said just say it just say it and she was like well I I've never admitted this out loud I've never and I was like great like just say it you know and it was it was really powerful for her to just put it out there with another person and so that it's freeing it. I think yeah. that stuff is freeing like if you actually say something out loud or just move that energy through your body and you're like oh my god I'm going to be judged but that's why you're with a coach it's like a non-judgmental thing you create the space of honesty and trust and people are like I've never said that out loud and I was like how does that feel saying it out loud I'm like yeah. oh like you just feel lighter and just let it go like let it out and you like <laughs> physically right I'm always like I'm, I talk with my hands I wish people like on podcast yeah you do we're both like Doggers. <laughs> so um who do you think should seek out a coach who would benefit from coaching i mean anyone who wants to take that next step in their life you know i think for most people or most people that i've talked to it really is that person that knows that they want more they're asking that deeper question but they're too why they haven't done something yet 
you know, maybe they've tried or they've thought about something or they've ruminated on something for a month, a year, five years, 10 years, and they just haven't done the thing that they want to do. Um, you know, I, I like to work with people in like with a goal in mind, you know, what are your big goals? What are your big desires and dreams and work towards that? So it's not just like, oh, we're just going to talk about whatever all day long. Um, it really is goal oriented. Yeah. What about yeah. you? Thanks for bringing that up. Um, that's a really important part for people yeah. listening that the distinction between like a therapy, uh, counseling and coaching, coaching yes, is very goal oriented. I say it's always like today and future focused. Um, I particularly don't coach and talk much about the past. Um, for me, some clients just come up and you know, they mention things or talk about it, which is fine. Yet I don't, that's not my area of expertise. Like I do exactly what you said too. goal oriented, where are we going? Where are we moving forward? And it's not a straight line. It's usually like, around the pens, yeah. but it's, um, yes, very goal-oriented. Thank you for bringing it up. That's an important part because people are like, oh, it's like therapy. I was like, no, it's not really like therapy. <laughs> you talk about your feelings and things like that, but we have a destination. Yeah, I think a lot of people don't know what coaching is. And, yeah. and that's why I'm always like, well, come experience it and we can have a chat. Um, because a lot of people have done therapy. They have an idea of what it is. But I like to talk about it in, um, in terms of if you're driving a car, therapy is looking through the rear view mirror 80% of the time and looking through the windshield 20% of the time. So you're doing a lot of digging into the past and just really like excavating so that you can be in a place where you feel, oh, I feel really good right here, right now. And doing a bit of looking forward but not every therapy session ends with an action or a goal or mm -hmm. how do we move forward and coaching flips it exactly on its head. So, you know, 80% looking forward, 20% looking back. So, yeah. What do, what do you think of that? Is that? Is yeah, that no, hard? that's a really good analogy. I like the visual for that. <laughs> I'm going to be like, I'm going to take Jennifer. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. this was Jennifer Schwartz taught me this. And um, yeah, Someone thank you. I like that. Me. Someone oh, thank God. <laughs> Whoever it is, thank you for that. <laughs> and, that was a nice, yeah. Yeah. So awesome. Yeah. Um, what do you think are some of the benefits people get from coaching? I mean, it can change everything, it can change someone's entire life if they want it to. Um, oh, yeah, it's just so. That's the key <laughs> if they want to. If like you just had a, if they want to, I always feel like people have to be willing um, to receive coaching, you know, like some people I've met are like, Oh, I'm going to coach, you know, I want to have a coach. And then they're like, totally not willing to be in and participate because it's awful, often uncomfortable moments. Yeah. It's not easy. It takes lady balls to do it <laughs> and be in it. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. It is. But you're right. It could change your life. It can change your mindsets, your perceptions about things. It can really release those blocks that you have that you didn't even know um, about anything and everything. You know, if you have a belief about money, I can't make over a certain amount. Well, what's that about? Why do you have that belief? Oh, you know, it was lodged somewhere way back when you were four years old. Great. Let's talk about it. And move forward. Um, 
it can change, you know, the jobs that people are in, the promotions that they get, the relationships that they invest in, um, the things that they call into their life. And just, you know, change, like I said, change everything. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I found coaching to be because I been coach coached, like we do the like go both back and forth, because I also think coaches should have a coach, <laughs> or, you know, walk their talk and actually go through these kind of um, either circles or workshops and courses, etc, and continue learning, um, <laughs> you know, tools and tips. But for me, coaching is um, a benefit is just creating this like, bag of tools, you know, and just things to use, because you want to be prepared if the shit does hit the fan, right? Or if like life just throws you a curveball and you're like WTF and you're and don't have those, right? So that's where I was over 10 years ago. Um, I was in a community called She Creates Change. And I was building it already. I was building my circle of support. Um, I was building my toolkit of um, skills and things to do you know, if something, you know, yeah. and then all of a sudden my father died right mm -hmm. out of nowhere. And death was like one of my biggest fears ever. And through that community and through that, um, I met my spiritual coach. I worked with him for only three and a half months. And he yeah. literally to this day, it's been 11 years. have completely changed my life. But he was a man. First, he was man. I only worked with women. And I was like, why is this man coming into my life? But like you said, I, I was open to receiving it. I accepted it and still the things that he's mm -hmm. taught me. I used to till today. And can I tell you after those three months and he totally saved me, like, I just want to write a book about him because he's just a beautiful man. I've never seen him or talked to him again. He's wow. not on like social. I've asked about him within like circles. And I was like, his name was Rodney. He like disappeared. He was like an angel that just came in for three months and really helped me. And then he left. But anyway, that's wonderful. That's what coaches yeah. do for you. That's another thing I learned. Like, I don't want to coach somebody for 10 years, right. right? I feel like it's like a catch and release program, <laughs> right? Like you should evolve. Maybe you need other coaches. Maybe, you know, totally. That's just me. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I, I've said that to people too. This is not a, let's do this together for 10 years, unless you have goal after goal and bigger right. dream after bigger dream that, that keep building. Great. Like, let's do that then. Um, you know, but as you're talking, like, I just wanted to share like the other, the other big thing to really help put in your tool belt is how to deal with fear. And also you mm. can probably hear the sirens outside New York city, <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. um, but how to deal with fear and how to not, make yourself into the fear. I think that there's like so much stuff that can be encapsulated as fear, fear-based thinking. And and how do we really separate that from ourselves and look at it and actually get to befriend it, have communication with it and say, I'm not going to let you really hold me back from the things that I want. And, and it's really such a powerful process to do. Um, like in so many ways yeah yeah I know fear is a big thing and it comes up, I mean everyone has it and it's yeah. you know how much do you let it um have that part of your life and one thing I'll share a, a tool I is a dear fear letter you know like writing to yourself and writing to yeah. your fear and I used to laugh at mine I don't know why I laughed at it why? dear Jackie I don't know now I laugh at it I was like what was I writing like now I think it's kind of funny yeah. but it was like um 
I just liked my tood when I was like, okay, I'm talking to you, fear Jackie. And I was like, what? But it actually helped. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, do your fear, you know. Anyway, I offer people to write to their fears, to talk to their fears of like, what would you say to your fear if your fear wasn't fearful? <laughs> if that makes totally. sense. Like, you know, yeah. what would you say to it? Like, anyway. Yeah. My, but thank you for my that. My fear, um, her, she has a name and her mm -hmm. name is Jenna. And, and sometimes, you know, I'm talking to my best friend and instead of saying Jennifer, she'll say, okay, Jenna. Jenna. <laughs> and I'm like, ha, 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 ha. So yeah, we, we have very um, interesting conversations sometimes just with my ego. <laughs> yeah. And I think giving it a name to me makes it, um, diminishes its like power for okay. me, you know, and giving it space and putting light around it yeah. or just letting it breathe for me, yeah. it doesn't make it feel so scary. So, yeah. you know, some people think, oh my God, if I let the fear out, it's gonna run rampant. <laughs> well, actually it doesn't. It actually does some of the opposite because you're not fueling it. Like yeah. if you're, and I'm a visual person. I use a lot of like visual, uh, or you're visual, you're totally. yeah, yeah. <laughs> art director, art directors, two creatives here. And I'm like visualizing everything. Like, yes, that's, I, I'm glad you gave your fear a name. Yeah. That's such a good tip too. What would everyone give your fear name? Yeah. <laughs> What's your name? What's she wearing? What does she look like? He or she? What are their pronouns? Mm -hmm. Right. But, um, but yeah, it's like, who's driving the car? And, you know, it's part of you, but it doesn't have to lead. That's all. Yeah, because, um, you know, like memes come out, not memes, like, you know, the affirmations, quotes on Instagram, everything, yeah. you know, like people always quote these like, oh, it's positive quotes. Oh, be fearless. And I'm like, um, Fear is always going to exist. Yeah. So I feel like more, how do you just um, work with it mm -hmm. and coexist with it versus trying to have it not even be there? Because it's totally. going to be there. You know? Totally. It's going to be there. We're supposed to get triggered. We're supposed to be in fear. If there's a tiger running towards us, we better <laughs> will be afraid. <laughs> like, that's built into our systems. So um, there's a lot of purpose for it. And yeah. sometimes we just have to ask the right questions to, to unlock, why are you here? What are you doing? What, what, are, you, what are you about? <laughs> Those are excellent questions. Oh my God, we're already, I could talk to you all day about coaching. This is how we both love it so much, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, thank you, thank you. Do you want to offer one more um, tip, a tool, or insight? Um, well, I will share um, my website is um, jenniferschwartz.coach. And, um, and on there, I love, so one of, my, one of my favorite things to do is talk about manifesting. And, um, and manifesting, you know, you might have heard about it, but manifesting is pretty much like putting out into the universe what you really, 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 really want. It's like a menu for what you want and, and seeing what, what happens. Um, and there are ways to do it in which it, it actually feels really good. It isn't, it is not about manipulation. This is about like working with the universe, co-creating yes. and creating what's in your best good and the best, the highest good for all. So um, I feel really strongly about like a very clean message around manifesting. So I mm -hmm. created this how to manifest guide and it's on my website that you can download it. It's totally free. 
and you could do it in seven days or, you know, that's how, that's how I probably recommend to do it. Or you could do one a week, but there's like seven, seven steps, seven tools. And it's, it's really fun. So awesome. yeah. <laughs> thank you so much. And everyone, I will put this in the show notes, Jennifer's uh, website as, as well as the manifest manifestation guide which i downloaded myself it's absolutely first of all it's visually beautiful but you yeah and the tools are phenomenal so thank you so much thank you for helping educate us on coaching and everything about the world in coaching so thank you so much thank you so much for having me and asking such amazing questions and just leading this beautiful conversation i feel so grateful for being here thank you (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. And thank you everybody for tuning in today. And please catch the replay of this on Beyond Small Talk on your favorite pod, Apple, Spotify, Audible, YouTube. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye.